You know our slogan around here is better practice, better life. But we're taking this belief to the next level. And we've recently announced the creation of a new association. It's called the Best Practices Association. Our association celebrates the mindset that is better practice, better life. This mindset celebrates time, healthy living, personal growth, clinical excellence, and impacting the lives of your patients and your team through intentional leadership. In fact, we are the work-life balance experts in dentistry. The BPA will coach independent dental practices like yours to thrive by sharing best practices and operational habits, behaviors, systems, tools, and insight that lead to profitability and sustained growth, and you can still have a life. So if you're a dentist that wants to surround yourself with great thinkers, let us help you create your own version of Better Practice, Better Life. Go to actdental.com forward slash BPA or hit the link in the show notes. Yo, yo, yo. Hey guys, welcome back to the Best Practices Show podcast. Do you hate morning huddles? Have you stopped doing morning huddles? Do you not even enjoy the words morning huddles? Well, let's change that today. Today, we talk about the keys to an effective morning huddle, which is super important to the health and overall well-being of your practice. And today, I interview Robin Tyson, who's an amazing coach on here, and we take you through a step-by-step process. Please listen to this podcast. I hope you enjoy it. We'll see you soon. Welcome back to the Best Practices Show podcast. You know the jam around here. Our job is to help you create a better practice and a better life, and we're going to do just that. Do you hate morning meetings? Have you stopped doing them because you hate them so much? Well, we're going to reverse that trend because we're going to be talking about how you can effectively run a morning huddle in the morning so that your world gets better. And I have Robin Tyson on the podcast today, and she's an amazing coach here. Robin, thanks for being on. I appreciate you. Happy to do it. Yeah, Robin, what you guys don't know behind the scenes is Robin's brilliant. So she, like, helps me understand how a dental practice works. And so, um, you know, we do our little debriefing before we always do a podcast, and and we always list out step by step by step. And so we're going to cover the big ones today. Um, but you're going to see she's one of the most important people around here, the brains behind the operation. So, Robin, I want to do this, you know, because you coach practices all the time, day in and day out. Absolutely. Let's talk about, we're going to talk about how to do it. But I always love the, why would I do a morning huddle? You know, and um, tell me your experience as you talk to dentists about morning huddles. Well, first of all, it's an opportunity to all get together at the beginning of the day, start with something positive and kick off a great day together. It's also an opportunity for us to identify areas that, what do we have going on today? How can we serve our patients best? How can we make this flow best for our team? All of those things. And then for tomorrow, what opportunities do we have and how do we use today to fill those opportunities and maximize the time we have? Yeah, absolutely. Now, I've heard so many people give statistics and I, I just take way too much CE. Depending on who you're listening to, many people agree 
that teams that do huddles produce on average about 17% more. I don't know why 17. It's, I've just heard that so many times yeah. than teams that don't. Would you agree with that statement? Oh my gosh, 100%. And it just gives us an opportunity to really to focus, to just fine tune our day and know exactly what opportunities we have and how we're going to how we're going to maximize them. Yeah. And let's talk about the harsh reality because if you're driving and you're a dentist, you're listening to this and you don't do morning huddles. The reason you don't do them is because you hate them. You hate them so much because first of all, you don't show up on time. Let's just call you up. We're having fun here. But the truth of it is the biggest problem with any huddle that's not happening is the leader has devalued it or screwed it up to the point where nobody wants to come anymore. We just want to come in and go to work. So you don't have them anymore. Now, it's a lost opportunity for so many reasons. Let's start globally. Globally, I would say this. In life, don't ever start a day before it's complete on paper, even if it's a Saturday. So I got a Saturday right around the corner. My wife gives me a whole bunch of things to do. I actually start the day with a piece of paper. So it goes better when I can stick to the paper. The other thing that happens is, can you imagine you going to another dentist or better yet, Robin and I are heart surgeons and you're just going to show up and we're just going to, we're just going to glove up. Robin, who are we working on today? I don't know. Did you look at anything? No. How was your weekend? It was great. You know? All right. Hey, what's your name? Bob. You on the table? All right, cool. Hey, we're just going to open you up and figure out what's going on. I'm being a little facetious, but the truth of it is, is that you can't go into any business not knowing what you're doing and just do it on the fly. Uh, right. Anything you would add on why people don't do huddles, Robin? Yeah, I, I hear so often from teammate team members too of you know we get there and then the doctor shows up late or you know the, nope, everybody's talking during it or we read off the schedule. You know I can read everything that we were talking about. It's right on the schedule, so they're we're not fo they're not focusing on the right things. Yeah, another reason some of you that are really nice people listening to this podcast. Here's what a lot of huddles sounded like for you in the past. Last, yesterday, we collected $3,200. We produced $4,500. We're short $2,000. Another thousand. We have $1,600 in the forty. It sounds like a, a pit boss at a casino because it's all about money, 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 money. So we're going to change that today. We're going to change it and make sure that you guys have a productive huddle. I promise you, you put it in play, people will appreciate it. So Robin, where do we start? I'm not doing huddles. Do I start them? What do I do? Where do I start? Yeah, I mean, if the first is identifying the time. I mean, you know, 10 to 15 minutes is when, when you get to, into the rhythm is all you really need. Obviously, morning is when most people do it. And I have teams that prefer to do it. If they don't have a team that comes in at the beginning of the day, they may do it over lunch. They may decide that they all end the day at the same time. So that's where they do it. It's about establishing a time that everybody can be there and doing it. Yeah, I love it. So Dr. Stephen Heckler, if you're listening, I'm going to do a shout out for you because we actually brought our camera crews into his office. He's an orthodontist in Kansas City. He's got a little timer. He presses the timer and it goes, and it goes ding, exactly at 15 minutes. They stand up. It's like awesome to watch it. Now, the reason yeah. I tell you that is this. A missing component people talk about leadership is predictability. You have to be consistent as a leader. If you're a father, you have to be consistent. If you're a mother, you have to be consistent. If you're a leader, you have to be incredibly consistent. People start to believe in you when they know what's going to happen in a good way, not a bad right. way, right? right? 
Well, and in the same way, if they don't, if if the doctor doesn't show up on time, they start to believe that too, that there isn't value in it and that it's, that it's not important. Yeah. And let me just call it the doctor. Again, we're trying to be helpful here, but I know what you're thinking. Kirk, you don't understand. I got a lot going on. I had to talk to the periodontist. It's crazy at my house. I had two kids that were sick this morning. And so you come in with your cape and you go, I own the business. So I don't need to really be here. Just tell me what's going on. And you guys get started without me. The second you start thinking like that, we all see your behavior as he or she doesn't care, you know? So, so you have to make it important. So I think the important, if you're taking notes, don't, you should be writing this down. Number one, you got to have one. So if you're not taking notes, don't worry. We're taking notes for you. <laughs> you got to have one. That's number one. What's number two, Robin? Yeah, I mean, and along with having one is starting and ending on time, right? So you have, the point is to be consistent with what time you start, end on time so that you're not late with your patients, you don't get your day started late. So having one and being on time. The second piece that I would say is the, um, to not, when you get to the meeting, you're at work, it's time to go, there's no eating, there's no putting on makeup, there's no cell phones, it's time to get to work and, and be prepared for the day. Yeah. So notice no disruptions. Yeah. So a couple of things. I'm going to go back to the start on time and end on time. That's critical. Even if the huddle's terrible, start with that. Let's do mm -hmm. um, start on time and end on time. And okay. so we had a great coach years ago and he made our made us do our meetings at like 12.03 and 10.35. And I'm like, why? He goes, because 12.03 is 12.03. It is not 12.05. And I've never forgotten how specific that is. When you're not on time for anything, it screams, I don't care. So if you're going to want people to be on time, which is an important component of your practice, you can actually build a dental practice just by being on time. You could think about that. And so it starts with the huddle. So you have to be prepared. I hate being late for any meeting. So be on time and then end on time, no matter how much stuff you have to cover. Now, you also mentioned the eating thing. Yeah. I'm going to go off for a minute. I hate, hate, I hate, hate, hate. <laughs> Hate, hate, I can't say hate enough. Have m food in any type yeah. of meeting. Clunch, 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 I hate it. Now I'm having fun with you guys. Clank, 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 clank. You can't have food in meetings. It's your business. You do whatever you want. But I outlaw, I love eating with my team too. Next week we have our team coming. We got every meal planned. We're going to eat like crazy. I'm going to be sick because we've eaten so much together at the end of the week. But the fact is, when the meeting goes, bam, there's no food. I don't mind coffee. But if you're going to do a huddle, a team meeting, anything, and don't do it over lunch because I'm starving. When I'm hangry, I can't think. I got to eat too. So make sure you set up some rules. Remember, the, the thing is, you got to set up some rules. And the makeup thing. Now, I don't wear makeup, Robin. But what? tell me about the makeup thing. You have a rule with, with makeup. Well, I, when you're, to me, it's the same thing as when you arrive at the office, when you punch in, it's not to surf the internet. It's, it's you're punching because it's time to work. And so if, if we're, th that means coming prepared, being ready to go, because we're walking out of the meeting and we're going straight to our patients. Yeah. So being prepared for the work day and being ready to go, it, it's, that's when we start a work day. I love it. So you can actually list these as commandments for your morning huddle. You know, no food, no makeup, be ready to go. What's Great. the next one? So, you know, and to be, we talked about predictability and being on time and starting on time. Part of that is, or a big part of that is coming prepared. So it's being specific about what each person or each department is bringing to the meeting. And I, 
I like to tell my teams, if you can read it on the schedule, you don't need to, I can read that. I, I'm looking for things that aren't on the schedule. And so often I see that business team members are the ones that are preparing for hygienists for assistance. And I, I find it very important for every person to be auditing their charts and be looking at coming prepared with their schedule because the more that you put into researching and knowing exactly what's happening in your day, the better results you're going to get from, from the information that you've researched. Yeah, absolutely. You can't show up without anything to do. The other thing is really the essence. Here's a why. Everybody's got to be mentally engaged. They got to be yep. thinking about what's on their piece of paper if you use paper. Now, again, one more. I'm going to throw two more things into the room on this one. I know all of you have these beautiful 75-inch monitors in the back. And, you know, I watched this trend happen where everybody goes back and now we don't write on paper. We just look at this big, huge monitor. And I, it was almost like everyone's eyes started spinning. I actually watched a few people sleep with their eyes open in those things. I'm not a fan of just looking at a big, huge monitor. Somebody's got to, even in an act dental, everybody's got to have paper in front of them. And I expect everybody to be writing. If you're not writing, I'm going to ask you a question. Go, do you know all this already? And I'll have some fun with you. Um, that's one thing. Now, on the admin thing. So, mm -hmm. again, the other thing that I see, I'm, you're calling out some great things here, is the admin team members usually run the whole huddle. They do everybody's work, all that kind of. But you also have the other side of it where you have admin members that don't show up for the huddle because they're talking to Mrs. Finelli, who's out there, who came in five minutes early or ten minutes early, and she's a really nice patient. I think this is a critically important thing. You have to have the admin team members there. Non-negotiable. because. And could you, you agree? Like, I think it's really important. Remember, one of the things you have to do in a business is you teach people how to treat you. I get it that Mrs. Finelli's early for the appointment. She loves coming early, chatting with everybody. She probably brought some, you know, muffins or, or whatever. But putting a sign up there in the front saying, hey, we're back meeting. We'll be with you in a minute. She will get that. Do you agree right. with that? Absolutely. And even saying to her, like, gosh, it's great to see you. And we're going to go have our meeting to prepare so we can, you know, give you the best experience possible today. We'll be back with you shortly. And that's really what we're trying to do for the day is prepare for the patients so that they have the best experience with us. Yeah, absolutely. Now, one more thing. I want to go back to this. It doesn't always have to be 15 or 30 minutes. We've seen huddles that are really well done in eight minutes. You know, mm -hmm. would you what, what are your what's your perspective on that? Yeah, I mean, I, I I think that there is the perception that it has to take so long and for bigger teams that they can't get through it. It's really about coming prepared and having each person know their role. And you can efficiently go through it no matter how many people you have. It's about being coming prepared and knowing exactly what each person's role is for the meeting. Okay, now I'm going to throw the most complex question into this one because I get this one all the time. I'm going to throw it at you. And we didn't even talk about it. I totally get what you're saying. But what if I have team members coming in at different times all day long? I've got part-time team members. I got full-time team members. There's no way we could have a huddle. What are your thoughts on that? So, I mean, obviously, ideally, like we t I said earlier, could you do it at the end of your lunch period when everyone's going back to work? Could you find a time that everybody is there that it would work? Or one thing that I've had success with is having meeting buddies. So if there are people that come in late, somebody, it's their responsibility to find their meeting buddy and find out exactly what happened and be prepared for that meeting buddy to give their information the day before. Yeah. So they're, they're giving the, that meeting buddy their information to give at the morning meeting and then finding them when they come in so that they can find out what's going on for the day. 
yeah. what was at the meeting. Absolutely. Now, if you listen to any of the podcasts, here's how dentist brains work. And this is how your brain works. If you're listening, you're always thinking in terms of exceptions. So when Robin and I are talking concepts, you're thinking about the one team member this is not going to work for, or you have three patients that aren't going to go for this, or you've got a partner or associate this isn't going to work for. Stop thinking like that. Start thinking globally like, hey, look, this would be important for all of us to be on the same page. Could you imagine if I, I have six people in my family. What if I said to myself, you know, two of them can't make it for dinner regularly because they just got a lot of stuff going on. You know, they're kids. They live here. No, like you make the rules. That's one thing. Now, I'm getting older, so I don't care if you agree and you don't have to like what I'm going to say. I hope you listen to it. But if you're going to build a dental practice with all these moving pieces, I don't care if you have four team members or 400 team members. Mm -hmm. You have to decide how well do you want this thing to run. And I would caution you to to bypass the huddle because you got team members coming in and every you're going to lose 17% if not more of your production because you decided not to do that. Here's what I would say. If you have a dental practice and you run it, I would make the huddle the most important thing of the day. Period. And think better about it. Now, I have a dentist that I've known for 20 years. His name's Fred. Fred, if you're listening, you're going to remember this conversation. An amazing producer. He said to me, Kirk, you got to understand, I have team members that are single moms. They, they, mm -hmm. Their lives are complex, and I can't even imagine how complex that is. And I said, Fred, is it a huddle important? Yeah, but we can't do it. I go, stop thinking like that. Find out how you can make a huddle happen. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, just ask them the question. Well, they all figured out. They couldn't get there at 745. They agreed that they could be there by like 815 by after putting their kids on the bus and he made a deal with them. Now he only works till 230. So he said, listen, if you guys can get here at 815 and we do our huddle from 815 to 830, does that work? We can't skip any beats production wise and we're still getting out at the same time. You know what they all said? Game on. And they produced more. I'm going to get Fred on the podcast. He's going to go, oh, that was like an unbelievable investment. So what I'm going to encourage you to do is don't just think in boxes, like think creatively, come to your team and say, listen, I, I want to do this. I want to get us all on the same page. I want us thinking now the best place to fix the schedule too. I have a million thoughts on, is in the schedule. You know what I mean? Like all of the challenges and the problems that you have are right in front of you and nothing better. Even if you have 40 team members, they're going to see the problems and you're going to you know, be able to fix the problem. So I'm sorry, Robin, I'm getting off the rails here, but like, bring us back. What's the next thing you encourage us to do? So one, I, for, um, I am a big fan of Dental Intel. We use it in at ACT and I know many of our offices have it. And I, it, I especially like their morning meeting and the way that it is set up. And one of the things that I like the most about it is that we, it looks at three days, yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And I think that yesterday can be overlooked by many team members and the importance. And I think there's some specific things with re with looking at yesterday that can help us to be more, to capitalize on opportunities. And so what I mean by that is, I know in many morning meetings, um, teams will look at, for example, who are we gonna ask for reviews from today? And so when, I, when we start with yesterday, now I can go back to those team members and say, okay, how did it go with asking for those reviews? So there's an accountability piece to it. And it's a way to identify op the opportunity. So if we didn't ask or we weren't successful with getting the reviews, what do we need to do to change that? 
If we're focusing on collections and we need to get our collection percentage up to be able to review, here's what we said we would do today. And then tomorrow we're going to say, did we actually do that? And so it's a way, it's an opportunity to reflect on those things and have some accountability with our teams and identify opportunities to improve or celebrate the win. Absolutely. And so I would encourage you to start with the win because a lot of times we want to start with the loss, you know, like that was terrible. Now you do have to talk about the loss, but when something goes well, the huddle's the perfect opportunity to go, hey, you guys, whatever you guys did at one o'clock and how you put those two appointments together, that was freaking amazing. You're going to positively reinforce that because what you want to do is you want to give voice or energy to that because what where your energy go and where, where your brain is, that's what you create more of it. Yeah, now, when absolutely. things happen that are bad, you know, mm-hmm. that's going to happen too. And here's the other thing. You're going to go crazy if you don't change that. You know how you people always say like, it's okay to make a mistake and screw it up, but to repeat yeah. it over and over, that's when you go crazy. Right, Robin? Absolutely. And with the reviews, if I have to come to my team day after day and say, oh, I didn't ask, I didn't ask, I didn't ask. There's only so many days that I'm going to do that before I start to ask, right, for reviews. or So it's it's a way to keep us on task with the things that we said that we would do. Did we do them? Yeah. Low-hanging fruit. Let me give you the lowest-hanging fruit. This is the easiest one that fits what Robin's saying. Hygiene reappointment percentage. What gets mm-hmm. measured and what gets measured gets improved, but what gets measured and reported on exponentially improves. And that's a wonderful one. Just to put in the yesterday thing, my hygiene reappointment percentage for yesterday was 95%. Boom. You know what I mean? And you're going to see, once you start putting that in the morning huddle, it's going to go up because if I'm a hygienist in a dental practice and I'm at 72%, I'm not going to report 72 today, 71 today. I'm going to feel some, you know, pressure in a good way to up my game, right? Yeah. And I, you know, I, I, I know we, you know, we talk a lot about numbers and you, I know that there's been other podcasts about the importance of them and it isn't, numbers don't have to be viewed as negative. To me, they are, they're, they're not subjective. They're black and white. So if that's, if a hygienist is at 70%, what we really need to identify is why does that keep happening? And if somebody else is getting 90%, what are they doing that the, that the other hygienist isn't? And how do we change that system? So we all get the result we're looking for. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then anything you'd add about today and tomorrow on the Dental Intel um, dashboard? So I am a big fan and I know an actor, a big fan of block scheduling and scheduling to goal or being, you know, looking for opportunities and being productive. And so in Dental Intel, that looking at today and tomorrow, there's opportunities to look to know, have we scheduled to goal? Do we have openings in the next two days? And if so, what are the opportunities that are coming in today? that we can fill into those holes or how do we direct them? So if the business team members come with, here's the next rock that we have in, in the doctor's schedule, or here's our next new patient opening and hygiene, we can identify those people coming in today who can fit into those because our best opportunity to do it is with the people that are in front of us, not the ones we have to call on the phone. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, another thing that happens too, and we, we, we didn't list this on our, our list, you as the admin team member, you're going to have patients that are going to come in that owe you money. Yes. And, and Ariel teaches this on our team. It's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Like that's a wonderful way. Help me, Robin, help me think through the morning huddle when we have people that come in with balances. 
Right. So, you know, that, that, well, that's something that I would say the admin team comes prepared with. So they're looking for people who have balances. Do we have treatment plans assigned? So we know all of those people that are coming in. And I know Ariel recommends getting those, talking those patients before they even go back for their treatment. And we've identified it. So we know exactly who those people are and can make sure that we get those balances. If we don't, if we aren't able to collect the balance before they go back, now all of our assistants and our hygienists also know those people have got to step by and see the business team before they leave today. Yeah, I love it. For both sides to be able to to collect on. And again, when people are in front of you, it's so much easier to take care of those things. I heard a statistic that it takes up to 17 touches to get to get in touch with somebody once they've left your office. So if we can identify those people when in terms of next scheduled hygiene appointment, is everyone leaving with a hygiene appointment? Is there unscheduled treatment that needs to go on? Are there balances that we need to collect? We have a greater opportunity doing that today than we do trying to catch them once they leave. Yeah, I love that. That's always been the case in dentistry. The more you do up front, the less you always do later. You might need yeah. an extra team member or two up front if you're not doing this stuff in the office while the patient is there. And you, yeah. used, you said Ariel recommends it. Um, that was kind of you. She says this, no, they see me. <laughs> Before they go back, I'm, they need to pay. And even if they can't pay, she's going to put a stop to the behavior. And again, we teach people how to behave in a dental practice. So these are really important components of a very healthy practice. The other um, thing I'd say today is, you know, there's, we can look at opportunities. I, you know, I think a great one is um, hygienists coming prepared with who needs perio charting today. That's a great opportunity where things can get, they, that can really put a hygienist behind. So if we can identify who those people are at the beginning, now the assistant or the admin team or whoever is help, can help out with that has time to prepare and know exactly who can fill that in instead of when the patient comes in, now we're trying to scramble to see who can who can help out. We have, we've allowed the assistant or the business team member time to identify what their day looks like and who can help where and be able to plan their day to accommodate. I love it. I love it. Any other thoughts or any last thoughts you have on a huddle um, or components we left out? You know, I, 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 I just think there's, it's an overlooked opportunity to really plan, review yesterday, celebrate the wins, identify areas that may go on our issues list to be able to figure out as a team how we address them. We look at today and maximize maximize the opportunity for today and the flow of the day to make sure that people have a great day and patients have a great experience and then identifying the opportunities for tomorrow so we can capitalize on any openings that we have or getting patients in in a timely manner. So really identifying that, looking at those three days and making it the best that we can make it. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, this is pretty strong to say, but we've said this for more than 25 years. I could actually watch a morning huddle without seeing any flow in the day. And I can tell you how healthy the dental practice is. And mostly it's going to be because of the engagement, you know, the eye contact, the laughter. And so while we're presenting benefits that come that are tangible, the intangible is volumes. And so if you think about this, we're at an age where finding, keeping, and retaining great team members is harder than ever. There's no better way then for you to sit down, create a little, you know, a few giggles, fun stuff. Now, you don't want team members disrespecting you because you're giggling all the time and nothing's happening. That's not good. But remember, team members that are great ones, nobody ever leaves a practice. They leave a person. So if you have a great chairside assistant, 
one of the things that, or great front desk person or great anybody in your practice, one of the greatest things you can do to keep them long-term is to be engaged with them. And yeah. the huddle is a great place to do it. I love the morning. I go to everybody's room in the morning and go, what's up? How are you doing? How was yesterday? How'd it go? You know, so when you do your huddle, like I want people to know I care, like I care yeah. about you. And so as a dentist, a huddle is more than a huddle. It's the fulcrum. It's the, you know, it's the beginning of a great relationship that only gets better if you treat it and think about it the right way. 100%. And, you know, and like you're talking about making it fun. You know, I know Dental Intel has the motivational minute at the end and, you know, just different fun videos. I have teams that bring in jokes or, you know, a motivational quote for the day. So ways to make it fun and get your day started on the right note and have it set yourself up for a positive day. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I'll throw in one more tip too. Like you guys get Google reviews. I hope mm -hmm. you're doing you're going to get some great ones. What a great opportunity. Get, hey, say, hey, before we start the meeting, I just got to read this. It came in yesterday and read it and go, thank you guys. Like yeah. that's who we are. Or when a patient brings in gifts, you know, somebody brings in muffins and they say, you changed my life. What a great opportunity to share the story, you know, or share the story of the kids from the team members in dental practice. Just, hey, I just want to say, Congratulations to Lucy and her daughter. I saw that uh, yesterday. That was so cool. Um, you're going to show people you care, you know? And again, is your practice relational or is it transactional? The huddle tells us all. So, all right. Robin, any last thoughts? I already asked yes. that. Uh, yes. Thanks so much. <laughs> hey, you are amazing. Stick around. We'll say goodbye to everybody else. But if you guys are struggling with your huddle, reach out to us. We've got a lot of great tools we can help you. We're going to continue to bring great step-by-step -step thinking in this podcast. So keep showing up. Share it with your friends. If you guys enjoyed today, do us a favor, a huge favor. Podcast is growing like crazy. We just crossed the million download mark. I can't thank you enough. I don't even know how it works. I don't even care how it works. We're just having fun doing it. So keep showing up. Keep sending us suggestions for everything you guys want to see. We're just, you're going to see we're going to line it up and bring it to you because I, leave, I believe in this profession and you can have a better practice and a better life. So my hope is you got something out of this today. And until we see you next time, or you hear from us next time, keep watching or keep listening to the best practices show. You guys enjoy your day. So there you have it. Another great episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hey, and thank you for showing up. I just want to thank you for being here and sharing the good word with your friends. And if you're really enjoying the podcast, could you do me a favor? Could you go to wherever you consume the podcast and just give us a four or five star review? Here's what that does. It allows us to find other great people like you. I love this profession so much. I'm going to spend the rest of my professional life finding great information so that you can consume it and your friends can consume it so that you can create a better practice and a better life. So keep spreading the word and we will see you guys soon. Have a great day, everybody.